excited to have our next guest. I, I say that to everybody that comes up here. I want everybody to know that I'm excited to have the mayor. So I'm excited to have our next guest, a former Simeon standout, currently in a big recruiting battle. <laughs> All right. Went to Temple, Iowa State, and now is currently in the portal. Um, got a couple colleges uh, recruiting him, Rutgers, San Jose State, San Diego, New Mexico. I want to welcome Jeremiah Williams to the show. Thank you for coming up here, big guy. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, quick story that you may not know. When I ran into you at the Shy um, basketball game over the weekend, right? Mm. I saw you, and that was my first time actually seeing you. Like, I've, I've seen you on social media. I've seen your videos and things of that nature. And me and Bo was sitting there, and I'm like, What's that? I like. I know him. I know him. And I and I saw um, the the Narbros, Aubrey and Eddie. They you know they dapped you up. And then the other guys that were sitting next to me. I didn't realize who you was until later on that night. And that's when I you know you know I, I fanboyed a little bit, jumped in your DM, and you know no homo and shit. But <laughs> you know asked you if you come on the show. And he was like, yeah, fuck, I definitely I'll come on the show. So I definitely appreciate that. I just want to let you know, like I knew who you was. I wasn't you. You ever like see somebody that's famous and you're like, damn, I know them from somewhere. So that's kind of how like I I recognize you at the at the at the shot thing. So right. I appreciate you coming on. Sure. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I'm glad that you. you reached out, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did you know anything about the platform before I reached out to you? Uh I just I remember seeing the Coach Rob video. Okay. And I okay. thought it was cool that you had a Coach Rob interview because you know how hard that is yeah. as a Coach Rob, you know and you 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 say that like you should have seen how surprised we were. He actually shout out to Coach Rob. Right. He actually reached out to us. Like I have posted something, so we're in this um, basketball group on Facebook, which I know Facebook is like the South old suburban people. one. Yeah, the South suburban. I'm one. in there secretly. Oh, uh, are you? <laughs> yeah. So you be seeing the bullshit. Yeah, right? I see it every day. Right, I've been I've been trying to. I, I feel like every time they come up, like I get further and further triggered. Like uh-huh. I, I don't have beef, but then it's like. It's like beef there yeah, type of deal. But anyway, so Coach Rob, I posted something, and Coach Rob was like, I want to come on the podcast. Like you, I was like shocked because mm-hmm. I had sent Coach Rob a, a friend request like months ago, and he never responded. But he responds on post, and he responds on my post or likes him sometimes. So when he was like, I want to come on the show, I in, when I tell you instantly screenshotted that shit and sent it to Bo like, yo, Coach Rob trying to come on the show. And I and – I, What's up? <laughs> like, I, like we move people around to get him up here. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. And that interview was so fun to do just to kind of learn and talk to him and pick his brain a little bit. And just like, just kind of let him, you know, let him talk and how he feel about things that's going on in the culture of Chicago. So now that was a fun interview. And I saw your, I saw your goat comment on uh-huh. the, on the, on the thing. Yeah. What was he like as a coach when you was at Simeon? Yeah. Like, like I said, I was so surprised you've had him because <laughs> Coach Rob don't say too much, but when he talk, it mean a lot. So right. uh, he real insightful. He's seen a lot. He know a lot. So one thing about him, I'll say he was pretty consistent in uh, helping me with my confidence, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, when I first got there, we, were, we weren't the Simeon team we were expected to be. Okay. He would text me like at nighttime and then... He also he pretty calm, so like you need someone like that, right, right, especially right. Especially like a head coach, he he present in the moment, and he and that's a lot of pressure over there at Simeon right, too. Right, right, exactly. Uh, from my understanding, you started at St. Lawrence, correct? Yes. What made you transfer to St. Uh, to to Simeon from St. Lawrence? Yeah, I mean, the obvious 
Right. That I, is being Simeon. I, I was I, honest to God, I was hoping that you would say that. Like yeah. I was hoping it wasn't gonna be like no magical, like uh, you know, woo-woo. It's like, no, I went to Simeon because I wanted to go to fuck the cops for free. Right, yes. I mean it's Simeon and then uh it was the summertime, you know, it was always open gyms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was running like a Nike Chicago open gym or something mm-hmm. like that. I played with uh, Ahmad Bynum, Black Cat, there. And then... Uh, he a dog. Right. We, we played together. Then it was really my uncle. He was like, what you think about Simeon? Y'all look good together. Like me and Black Cat. Right, right, right. And uh, from there, it was an idea that kind of just took off. Just took off from there. It was yeah. like, why not? Right. And what was that? And that was for your senior year, correct? Yeah, just my senior year. Just your senior year. Yeah. Was it a huge culture shock going from a St. Lawrence, a Catholic school per se, to a city school, even with the pressure of Simeon, but just a city school in general? I'll say basketball-wise, yeah. I mean, Catholic League basketball and city basketball, way two different things. I remember vividly my first game, we was playing Lindblom. We were playing Lindblom. And it was, you know, the game real fast in the the public league. Right, right, right. I call myself a half-court, like just seeing them. Just go, just, just do that. I'm like, bro, they moving way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to adjust to that. And then, like, you know, with Simeon, you got some national games. So you'll play, like, two city games, and you'll play some national games. And so it took me a couple games to get settled in. Was, what was Coach Rob like um, as a coach when, you know, again, the, 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 the status of Simeon, the school, the basketball players are pretty much rock stars, I'm sure, within the school, obviously, during games and stuff. What was he like as a coach and what was he like as a leader, um, you know, leading you guys? Because y'all had a pretty stacked team. Right. Uh, from day one, it's a lot of competing, and he lets you know, like, it ain't no hidden secret that it's Simeon. Like, mm. when we play these teams, we're going to get their best. It's Simeon, y'all better be ready because right, they're right, gonna right. come at y'all neck. So he real he he tell you one hundred percent the truth, what is what, and he gets you ready for. What's so it's ahead. it's no surprises going into games like who's probably playing more than the next. Who obviously who's starting? He he don't hold, he don't hold no secrets. Like, hold y'all no know, secrets right? You gonna know everything. Like the outside may not know, but y'all know in that yeah, locker room. Yeah, we know for sure. Everybody okay. know. Um, scout your game. What type of player are you and how much different are you as a player from when you were coming out of high school? Yeah. So to start, uh, I think I'm very unselfish play as hard as I can only really care about winning. That's number one thing. And then like, I just say all in all, like, I think I know I'm a dog for real, like defensively, offensively, whatever the case may be. So just that, and then my game different from high school and college because I played the four or five in high school. So now I play the one, right, 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 or right. I could play the two, whatever, two, three. But I played the big. I was setting me and Black Hat was I was setting screens for Black right. Hat. So right. I mean, of course, making plays, but I was a big man. Right, much, right, right, right. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. When you were at Simeon um, versus your first year at Temple. What was the differentiation in the game overall, other than the obvious of high school, college? Yeah. Um, what what other kind of differences were there from college to high school? For me, myself, uh, I had to know a lot more about kind of like the other guys on my team okay. and kind of what works best for them and okay. putting them in the best position, which comes along with being a point guard. Right. So. 
if you may be running the set for a shooter, you need to know he need to be in the left corner because you coming off a screen with your right hand and you need him to shake up or, you know, stuff like that. So right. so footwork and all that stuff is really important in the college game. Like attention to detail. Attention to detail, yeah. That, that's what I say. Okay. Attention to detail. And then knowing I was in a completely different situation than where I am. So like knowing time and score, when, when the foul or when to take this foul or. So that's, that's a huge part of the, the college game. Like that, that intellectual part. Yeah, so it's a huge part. I like. To, okay. I like to okay. play in that field. I mean, that's a point guard mentality. Right. Okay. All right. Um, when you played at Simeon, your AAU team, you played with Mean Streets, right? Yeah. And you played with uh, DJ Stewart and Aaron Eulis and all that. What was that like? Mm-hmm. What was that? It was a good experience. Like? Uh, I can't. DJ, me and DJ grew up together. My uh, pretty much our whole life. Okay. And. Always working out with him, he would always try to get me to come to Mean Streets, but you know how the, right. the yeah, sponsor team is. I do, I do, I know how it goes. I know how it goes. You pay for a certain team, you got to play for a certain yeah, team. Right. Uh, so, and you know, with politics, yeah, and play, yeah, of you course. might not play. So, especially if y'all playing pretty much the same spot. Exactly. Yeah. So, I ended up, the way Mean Streets going to describe it and will describe it is I was a walk on for Mean Streets. So, <laughs> uh, DJ. <laughs> DJ asked him, can I come to the practice? I pulled up. Okay. Did pretty good. And they like, all right, we'll keep we'll keep on the team. Right, this and you just kept working your way up. Right. Okay. Ended up working my way up and ended up starting. And uh, I was talking to Tuan at the Shaver Shaver yeah, yeah, I yeah, seen yeah, you yeah. at. And he was like, they tell all the kids I was the first Mean Streets walk on. <laughs> so that's your claim to fame right, with Mean Streets. That, yeah. Mean Streets actually doing pretty good right now down the Peach there. Five they, and oh. Yeah, five and oh. They, yeah. uh, you think they're going to win the whole thing? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Now, is that being biased or that's being like basketball, basketball, or a little bit of both? I can't say it's basketball, basketball, because I don't know what the other teams got, okay, but I okay. know what my, you know, my okay. Mean Streets guys got. They got okay. coaching. They got okay. a good group. When was the last time Mean Streets won Peach Jam? Uh, like, what, Derrick Rose or something like that? I don't know. It's, it's been a long it's time. It's been a minute? It's been a minute. Hey, so they about do. Yeah, we do for sure. Okay. All right, cool. They got a nice little team down there. Yeah. All right, so you graduated from Simeon, and then you fly to arguably, in my opinion, the best fucking city in the world in Philadelphia. Uh, you, you just found out that I'm originally from there. So right. what was what was that like? You step off that plane, you come out the airport, you in Philly. Your thoughts are what? We drove out there. Me and my dad drove out there. Oh, you, you I drove from here to Philly. Okay, yeah, all right. So you drive all my stuff. Okay. And, you know, they drive a little differently out there because all the bikes. <laughs> so it's kind of like. bike lanes? Yeah, they got like, they got like bike you got to know that the bikes is coming. They're doing wheelies or whatever all on Broad Street. So remember, I was just driving out there. I'm like, man, this city might be a little crazy. <laughs> and, I mean, it was the COVID year when I first got out there. Right. So, I don't know, just settled in. I ain't know none of my teammates for real besides one of them. And then, I don't know, kind of got to work. It was, it was you know, freshman year, you be trying to lock in. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you got a lot of, like everyone, a lot of goals, aspirations, yeah. but you don't really know anything. So, I don't know. It was a deer in the headlight. Deer in the headlight. Okay. Okay. And what would you say was the major distraction for you while you were there? If Mm -hmm. any. No, I think I was pretty solid. You was pretty solid? Yeah. I don't think it was any like major distractions. I mean, yeah, no, I was pretty good. I was in a, a good situation for myself. 
How them Philly girls treat you? They treat you right. They treat me all right. They treat you all right. They treat me all right. All right, because yeah. you know, I, I, you know, Philly watch my shit, bro. All right, you gonna be getting me in the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Philly watch our shit, bro. You know what I'm saying, like, I'm just letting you know. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm still tapped into them Philly streets, brother. Right, okay, yeah. all right, cool. Um, obviously, you in Philly? Cheesesteak is the is the is the claim to fame with Philly. Yeah. Rocky, a fictional fucking character uh, or non-fictional, which whatever the fake is. I uh, I'm a, I've been out of school for too long. <laughs> and then cheesesteaks. Like what what was your what was your go-to cheesesteak spot? Uh Sandro's. Oh, uh, interview over. Uh, hello. Interview fucking over. <laughs> Delisandro's was cool. I can't think of the one place on South Street. Inscribibles. Oh, uh, Inscribibles. Okay, that's interview place. back on. <laughs> that's interview back on. That's where I want the most. And then of course the uh pop the pop, little poppy yeah, stores. Oh, you can say yeah. it. You was gonna say the poppy stores. Ah! I call him. I call him pop. I call him the poppy pop. stores. Yeah. Hey, poppy. They call everybody poppy. You can right. say it. You good. All right, cool. No, Delisandro's is like one of them overhyped spots. Right. Um, they're an acquired taste for the people in that in that in that Maniunk area. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Max's, which is right up Broad Street, Broad and Erie. Uh-huh. That's the area that Gilly from. You got where where we go when we go home. Like me, my wife, and my son. We go to um, Larry's, which is on St. Joe's campus, right across okay. the street from St. Joe's. Uh, you never been to Larry's? No. Nah. Oh, man. It's right across the street from St. Joe's. Um, and then Ishka Bibbles. Yeah. You down South Street. Now, Ishka Bibbles also got, they got some banging ass turkey burgers. Mm-hmm. And did you ever have a Gremlin? No. Uh, the Gremlin is like grape juice and, and um, like, it's either grape juice and lemon. Uh, yeah, grape juice and lemonade mixed together. Okay. Shit was. <laughs> did, you, did you get a chance to go to the, the pizza spot right there on the corner that got the big ass slices of pizza? No, probably not. Oh, Anytime man. we was on South Street, it was just straight Ishkabibbles. Straight Ishkabibbles? Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you ever find yourself in any shit while you was out in Philly? Like anybody like test you or I'm yeah. talking about the locals? Yeah. Uh, you know, Philly like a strong sport. So I remember uh, <laughs> we the guys, we all getting an Uber. We was going somewhere. Okay. And the dude was like, we were, we was terrible my first year. He was like, y'all play for Temple? <laughs> we was like, nah, them niggas suck. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he, we'll was like he was like, yeah, they suck. If y'all we'll play for you. Temple, I was telling y'all to we'll get out the car. Bro, we'll tell you, like, we don't give a, if you could be the main player, we'll tell you. And we'll tell you, you suck. Yeah, I was, like, we used to walk to the game to the gym. It was like a five-minute walk from where we stayed. Okay. And I remember someone came up to me, and he was like, y'all better win today. Like, it was like, but it was like. Like on some real aggressive type yeah, shit. He like, like, he going to do something if y'all don't he win. He like, y'all better win. He had he had this uh, Temple newspaper. He was like, I'll be watching y'all games all the time. I'm like, y'all better win. Like, he was he was mad. I'm like, all yeah, right, yeah, 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 Philly, we get busy. We, 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 we're known to be a little aggressive with our fandom. Yeah. You know, Philly is a football town, but every team, especially when the Eagles aren't playing, every team gets the full attention. It mm-hmm. don't matter if it's. Temple, Villanova, Drexel, uh, the soccer team, the mm. baseball team, like they get the attention if if the Eagles aren't playing. What was it like playing in the in those big five games? Yeah, the big five games. It was cool. Um I never got to play Villanova while I was out there. Never. Sucked. Yeah. Uh wow. first year every year, COVID. My first two years, COVID. And they didn't want to reschedule the game our sophomore year because mm. they already had won the Big Five. We right. So they, no, they went, yeah. yeah, we dropped one for St. Joe, so they they just kind of skated away with that. Uh, okay, right, yeah, so. I probably would have lost, so it don't matter. No, we did not <laughs> lose in that game. Um, compare Philly to what part of the Chicago? What would you compare Philly to as far as a part of Chicago? What what section? Uh, 
a little bit kind of like the West Side. Okay. A little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Yeah, I kind of get them same. When I'm at home, I get them same feelings when I was going to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about that a little bit. We won't right. go too much because, you know, I, yeah. you know the, the story about Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll gloss over that a little bit. That's nice. cool? All yeah, right, cool. Um, what didn't you like about Philly? If anything. Until uh, my first year, I didn't like the food because I couldn't, I couldn't find the right spots at okay, first. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Right, it was so hard to find the right spots, but I did a lot of searching. Did you? To find, yeah, I did a lot of searching okay. to find the right food. I, I, so. I'm glad you gave it more than one shot because right. you come here, like for me, my first my first thing I ate from here was pizza. It wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't the um the deep dish mm-hmm. right? I, I was working for this just up for the school, and we had this pizza. And they put fucking pepperoni underneath the cheese. Yeah, that'd be weird. And so I don't eat pork. I'm fucking this pizza up. And and they cut them in squares. Yeah. And it was from, um, not Connie's, it was from uh, Waldo Clooney's okay, on 100 yeah. and something. I'm fucking this pizza up. Do you hear me? And like about 16 squares in, which is equivalent to like two slices, <laughs> I tell my man, I go... Yo, I think there's something wrong with this cheese. I think like the cheese is bad. Right, something like I, that. And he like, no, nah, what you mean, Moo? I'm like, nah, I got like a tangy tart taste to it. And so I, I put it down and I'm like, now I'm examining the little square. I peel that bitch back. One square must have had like six little pieces, like little circular joints of pepperoni. Uh-huh. I'm like, bro, you got pepperoni on the pizza? He like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't eat fucking pork. Yeah. And, you know, of course, now, you know, Chicago is a big pork-eating town. Yeah, right, like, especially you, compared to Philly. Yeah, if you don't eat pork, it's something wrong with you. <laughs> I had to buy beef bacon for my job to prove that beef came in, that bacon came in beef mm-hmm. and fried that shit up. Like, pork is like the the uh, state yeah. the state food in yeah. this motherfucker. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to ask. Um, all right, so anyway, um, which of the shorties of today would you want to play with? To be honest, okay, I never played with a real big, so I, I got to throw Marez in there. Marez is nice, bro. Yeah, Marez is one of them. Yeah, he is one of them ones. Yeah, he one of them ones. And then I'm gonna keep it short because it's a it's, it's a decent amount of kids out there. But I actually sit and watch Jeremiah Fears. Like I can watch him play, and I like to play with him. He he got it. He, he he's one of them ones for yeah, real. He got but it. But he's not just one of them ones on the court. He's one of them ones off the court. Too. I watched a little. Uh, I watched a couple clips that yeah. I had posted on y'all Instagram mm-hmm. with uh, the Fears brothers on there. So he and he's really like that in person. Like mm-hmm. he's a really he's a good he's a good kid, man. He's he just he carries himself so well. Like I I hope it works out up there at, uh, over there at, at Michigan State with Coach Izzo and them. But Jeremiah can fit in anywhere. Like yeah. he a chameleon. He can fit in anywhere, bro. Like yeah. he he he's definitely one of them ones. Um, which college player do today would you want to play with? Damian Dunn at Houston, my old teammate. That's okay. it, that's it. No, if I ain't never played with nobody, I don't really care for him. Okay, all right. Um, or tell Caliph us Battle, yeah, my other teammate. Uh, Caliph yeah, Battle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caliph yeah. nice. Yeah, he yeah, liked he nice. that. Yeah. Um, tell us about your initial experience as a D one athlete. Like, what was that like when you got to Temple? Did it meet your expectations? Was it harder than you thought? Was it about what you thought? Was it easier than you thought? Like, kind of tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, um, it was pretty cool. Uh, I got to be able to start every game as a freshman and play probably like 36 minutes a game. Mm. And uh, so leading, I was making that transition into point guard 
and I don't really know anything. I know a lot about playing point guard, but that. I don't know what it is like in the game or especially in college. So I'm thinking like I'm about to like I'm preparing for the hardest thing ever, which 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 was a good mindset to have before right, right, going right. into college, and it, it helped me a lot. But I say that to say it wasn't what I thought, but I prepared a hundred times harder than. So it is hard. Okay, right? I got you. But I got you. And what was uh, Coach McKee like? Coach McKee he was he was a pretty cool dude. You know, he taught a lot of life lessons. That's what he was. Uh, you know, that was like his coaching style. I would okay. say he used a lot of life lessons to reflect on the court. And then he was a uh, you know he's an NBA dude, so. Right. He he gave us a lot of stories and you know he was a cool uh, person. NBA stories. Yeah. Did he meet your expectation as a coach? We can gloss over that. Yeah. Uh I mean Yeah, we gloss over that. We, I already all right, know. All right, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um what did you learn or or eventually come to learn about Coach Cheney, who's like a legend at the school, like Coach Temple, you think of Temple, you think of John Cheney. Like, yeah. there's no other whatever way around that. So, like, what, what did you ever get a chance to meet him? No. I th- maybe, I think so. After my first year there, he passed away. Right. Unfortunately. I don't think I did, actually. No? Yeah, no. I, that's one thing I wanted to do, unfortunately, but, you know. You passed away? Yeah. Um, And it's fair to say that Coach McKee, with all due respect, there was a, a huge differentiation in coaching styles. Yeah, and what you heard about Coach Cheney versus what you got with Coach McKee. Yeah, and even even Coach McKee would say like, "Y'all lucky I ain't Coach yeah, Cheney yeah, yeah, or nothing yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that." So he used that as an example. Right, like, I yeah. could be getting in y'all for real, for uh-huh, real. Exactly. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, how difficult was it to adjust playing practically against grown men in college versus you know coming from Simeon playing with people of your age, your peer group, in some ways your body stature was that hard? I mean, yeah, it's hard, and I was I was a lot skinnier than I am now, but you know, it, it was you yeah, yeah, you get used to it. What's that? What's that weight regimen like? Do they it's, make you eat? Yeah, like at least I could I could speak for the last school I was at at Iowa State. We weighed in every day, not every day, every week, every Friday. You you got to meet that weight goal, or you got some consequences. Really? Yeah, you weigh in every day. And you better make sure you eat it. And even like your teammates be like, you better drink that protein shake or you're not gonna make weight Friday. So, you know, so I I be getting on Zay about that. And I and I know there's there I know there's differences in the levels, obviously, mm-hmm. from from D one, D two, blah, blah, blah. But I be trying to Zay don't eat. Like he he a real picky eater. Um and I, I'm trying to tell him he got to start preparing himself. He he don't eat like you know shakes and he'll he'll do the Gatorade chocolate drinks or whatever. But like I'm cool. the, the the little protein bars, like he don't he don't he he won't eat breakfast sometimes unless my wife makes breakfast on the weekends. Um, I try to get him to put something in the system. Like you know he's recovering from injury, so I'm like, yo, you gotta you gotta make sure you eat. You gotta feed your body when you get to school, man. Your 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 body is gonna be eating off itself because he don't eat a lot. But he's he's deceptively strong. But I definitely be trying to tell him when you get to school, you on your own, dog. Like I can't do nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Like when they get knowing you because you ain't meeting your weight goal and you, and they find out you ain't eating like you're supposed to be eating them calories and all. Yeah, you fucking up. You fucking you fucking up the money. Mm, it, it usually don't even be like 
Especially if you're trying to gain weight. It don't even be the meals. Like, you'll eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or maybe not even lunch, but it'd be, like, the in-between meals you got to eat. Like, you got to make sure you're drinking a shake while you're not doing nothing. Like, you might want to go to sleep or something, but you better not get out a shake before you go to sleep or, you know, <laughs> something like that. Okay. Um, now that you're in the portal, do you have a different mindset about the portal versus now that you are in there? No, I've always thought the portal was a good thing and it give, you know, kids like me a good opportunity okay. to, if you make the the wrong decision, essentially, you get another chance. So is it fair to say, I want to be careful how I ask because I want you to be careful how you answer. Is it fair to say that the decision, I won't necessarily, I won't ask, was it bad? But if you could go back, would you do something different? I'll say I wouldn't do it again. Okay. Uh, that's what I will say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, coming out of college, excuse me, coming out of Simeon, what colleges were recruiting you and when did you decide on Temple and why? Yeah. Uh, so I was played throughout my senior year. I had Akron, Southern Illinois, Temple, and St. Bonaventure. Okay. St. Bonaventure, uh, one of my uh, green, Marquise Green was like the legend up there. Yeah. So yeah. those was like, it was really kind of between SIU, Bonaventure, and Temple. Okay. Temple gave me the opportunity. Bonaventure was kind of asking me to play like the the three, the two three. Okay. And I'm like six four. There ain't no six four three man in the NBA. Right, and right, That's right. the goal. And Temple was giving me the opportunity to play the one, and like it's gonna be some minutes available. You just got to come in and earn them. Like cool. Like, and I always wanted to play the one growing up. Because my so, dad played the one in college, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so t- <clears throat> excuse me, two-part question. So, you mentioned that you played the f- four and the five at Simeon, so you was pretty much the big, mm-hmm. but you could always handle the ball. Always, yeah. I always pass and knew a lot about. Got you. And so, you were being recruited as a guard, as, as specifically as a point guard or just as a guard in general? I was recruited as a guard in general because with Mean Streets, I played like, Two, three, four. Okay. And my friend, what happened with the point guard situation, my friend Quincy from a long time, he was committed to Temple from like an early on August. Like he was been committed. I played through my senior year. Okay. And they had some guys transfer out. He hit me up. He seen I was doing pretty good. He hit me up like, can you play the one? Like, yeah, I can play the one. Mm-hmm. Only time I ain't played the one. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, I can play the one. And then Temple came out to see me a couple times and they rocked with it. And you decided that's where you're going to go. Yeah. Your experience there, you said you wouldn't do it again. Was it was the experience that bad? Was I, the, the school like what? If without without, I I try to res, I try to respect you know the relationships when when I have guests up here. So I don't want them to like with Jeremy. I asked him a specific question. I think it was about something about the NBA and obviously Jeremy is on that projected track. So I don't want him to say something that somebody could dig up yeah, years later. Yeah, like, like, well, he said that, you know, fuck Adam Silver. Yeah. He's like, no, that's not how that went. Right. So just from a standpoint of like the experience, thinking about the experience that you had at Temple, like, like what was it without, without Oh, Temple. My bad. I was referring to Iowa State. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll jump into that. <laughs> okay, we'll jump into that. Yeah. But what was the experience like in Temple that made you want to transfer? Yeah, um, to revert. I would. I would do. I would like coming out of high school. I would go to Temple again. Okay. And okay. If, if it was to go the same way. Gotcha. I, I got ex- Coach McKee gave me the opportunity to start okay. two years. Okay. 
played every minute. He gave me a lot of not a lot of say, but we were able to have conversation and as a point guard, you know, point as a guard, point, point guard. Right, so and that's that's so he so it's safe to say that Coach McKee was a rare coach in that he gave the opportunity that he said he was going to give, yeah, and not just tell you something to get you there. Well, yeah, behind the scenes, not behind the scenes. It was obviously events leading up to that. I mean, he, it was no choice but for me to start because all our point guards got hurt. Oh, all our point guards okay. got hurt. So you took advantage of the opportunity. Exactly As right. You exactly right. Okay. So I played okay. point guard, played pretty good, and then they were like, "We gonna rock with you." You played pretty good the first game, and okay. that's kind of how it went. Well, uh, and so now just kind of talk about about the Iowa State experience. Why did you choose them in the beginning, and then what was the the, the fallback that you was like, mm, "Yeah, no, nah, this 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 ain't it." Right. Um, choosing them from the beginning, it was pretty, uh, pretty active and the most active in my recruitment. Okay. And stuff like that. And they got a good situation. They had just came off of Sweet 16, and that was Coach yes. TJ's first yep. year there. And they had a lot of stuff I was looking for in the school. Okay. And, like, there wasn't any relationship that went bad while I was there. There were, I was like, oh, yeah, like, it just obviously, I just think the place didn't fit me. And not from a basketball standpoint, but from culture. Co- yeah, culture and all the stuff that kind of happens around it or the community that it's in. The community was cool and all that, but it's not. I'm reading between those lines. It's not a community for I'm me. I'm reading between those lines. Uh, yeah, so. I'm reading between those lines. Right. I'm not a dumb person. Yeah, and I think, right, so <coughs> with me, I only, I only care about basketball. Not only, only, but like I, I I'm a basketball player and right. that's, that's what I do. And getting hurt, getting hurt there, it ain't like. I I can I wasn't myself being hurt for one, mm. and trying to figure out a, a whole bunch of different stuff while I'm. I'm yeah, reading between just, those lines. It just I'm reading between. Yeah. The, okay, all right, we gonna move on. <laughs> I, I can see you kind of like you trying to find the where. Okay, all right, all right. Um, what was your best moment in high school, and what was your best moment in college? Couple, of, uh, I mean, winning city. Uh, Especially with the year we had, we wasn't we wasn't supposed to win, according to everybody else. So win the city, beating Morgan Park two years that two times that year, and then um, in college, man, we got to make some good memories. But uh, I don't know. My whole sophomore year, no, I'll say actually my whole freshman year, that the terrible year. Uh, me and Damian Dunn, he was pretty much a freshman, and we played a lot of freshmen that year. Okay, what I really enjoyed figuring out. A lot about myself throughout okay. that year okay. and going through. I never been on a losing team ever, and that was that was your uh, first time. That was my first year, like losing. It was like losing, losing, losing. We won one game at the end of the year. We was like five and like thirteen, five and fourteen. It was like mm-hmm. finally, like the locker room was so happy. It was just a, a different perspective got from you, my basketball you, career. You. Okay, um, what was the best part and the not so best part about your recruiting? Not so best part is being on the phone all the time. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that and kind of having repetitive conversations. Oh, and then uh, the best part, of course, is just being wanted and, you know, being valued and people, you finally kind of getting that recognition for okay. your game. So Okay. Okay. Um, for players like Day Day and Michaela Rich over at Kansas State, <clears throat> Quentin Jones is going to Cal Poly and Maya Henderson is at uh, uh, Niagara and obviously Jeremy. Uh, what would you say their biggest adjustment will need to be going in? I mean, like the simple stuff like strength, you know, the speed of the game and stuff like that. And all those kids will probably have like their own different struggles. Like 
Jeremy will probably struggle on something else that they they might or okay. so okay. it just kind of depends kid to kid because their strengths will carry over is what they was recruited for right, but right. I think it may be one thing that every freshman may every is of course strength but kind of like the thinking part of the game like the attention to detail of thinking and you know why why coach might call this play ten times this half. And why and he might yeah. not call it again, right? Yeah, you know, coaches have different schemes and stuff like that. So, kind of like getting an understanding of your coach. Okay. Um, when you think about them players, and even players just going to school in general, um, do you feel that they're um coming out of high school? Do you think they're going to be prepared? Um, how do how do they prepare? I should say, uh, for for what you're for what you're talking about. Is there is there a cheat sheet? To have them like, yo, if y'all do this, y'all should be good. Like it'll kind of cover up some of the stuff as you're learning. Is is there something that they could do? Uh, maybe in practice competing, because competing gonna gloss over a lot of mistakes. Like okay. if you just in practice and you one of them dudes that you gonna play hard and you gonna do what's asked of you by the coach, then you're going to be straight and they okay. going and then like your your teammates going to gravitate towards you cuz they're going to see what type of what type of player you are what type of kid you are is there ever a situation with that same mindset where you compete and you playing hard and and the other guys on the team is like come on man come on dog you making us look bad what the fuck is you doing yeah if they don't want to win <laughs> if the <laughs> teammates don't want to win okay um what are some of the pitfalls that they need to be aware of like some of the, the distractions uh it's always going to be kids on the team that truly don't like basketball or maybe venturing off the other way. So it's more so kind of watch out for those teammates that may not be falling in the right place or falling in line. Like don't, don't like, you know, push them off to the side, but just you know, be you, mindful of you keep, be keep mindful, your eye on yeah, them. You be with the guys that's in the gym. Okay. Um, how tricky will it be to navigate? Uh, how tricky is it for them or will it be for them to navigate you know, through the women and staying clear, putting themselves in situations that could be used against them in the court of law. Mm-hmm. How difficult will that be? I mean, if you keep the main thing, the main thing, and you you know you carry yourself the right way, it it, it shouldn't be that hard. Like, of course, you know, unfortunate things happen to some people, but <laughs> if you keep the main thing, the main thing, <laughs> you'll be straight. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me ask you this: <laughs> Is that thing thrown at you often out there? Me? I mean, just in general. I mean, I, I don't mean, wanna... yeah, no, but, <laughs> but more than know. the average college, student. right? Yeah, more than the average. Okay, because uh, yeah. I wasn't a college athlete, right? And I had my fair share of quarterback. You know, some you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They throwing at that. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't no athlete, though. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like, you know, whether for Zay or some of the other guys that we talked about, especially going to them, you know, them high major schools, you right. know, Michigan State's and the Kansas State is, you know, they're, 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 uh, yeah, they, yeah. they, 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 they going upwards. And mm-hmm. so I would imagine there's going to be some, uh, some, right. some Mahomes going yeah. on, on the campus on that motherfucker. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the main thing. Keep the main thing. Do you think high school basketball needs a shot clock to begin preparing these players for college? I think it'll be a cool addition, but I think it's needed. But like, it ain't the worst thing. Like uh, to not have it. Yeah, gotcha. it ain't. And it's not really 
it wouldn't be really preparing them because there's so many other things to be yeah, preparing for. Yeah, because I, at least for myself, I didn't really have no issue. When you you look up at the clock and you see you don't got no time, you know, to go make a play. Like, it, it ain't that hard. It ain't that difficult. Right, yeah, it ain't that difficult. <laughs> oh, it's five seconds. Let me shoot the ball. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, people All make right, it more enough. complicated. Um, in high school, who was the toughest player you had to guard? <sighs> AAU, anything? Anything. Scotty Barnes. Oh. Uh, we played his, we played him. Um, and AAU with Mean Streets, and he's so big, he just he bring he bring the ball up the court, and like I try to like you know get under him and mm-hmm. you know pester him. He just turn his back, <laughs> take his time. You know he was a pretty good player, and then, uh, yeah, that's all there. What about in college? Who was your toughest guard? I've been doing a real good job guarding people in college, but I. Uh, David DeJulius was pretty cool. He was pretty good. He okay. went to the University of Cincinnati. He was a little guard. And he had to, he could shoot. He could dribble. He was real fast. Oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, he could um, shoot. I, you've you've ref- referenced a few times um, since you've been here, like, as far as defense, defense, defense. Like, mm-hmm. it's very rare to hear players, particularly with all due respect, from Chicago, be so invested in defense. Is that something that you kind of – just did or it was something that you had to learn was that always in you or was it something that you eventually had to kind of fall in love with I mean I think just growing up from like a kind of like a base and fundamentals my coaches always kind of preach defense and stuff like that and then I I don't know I just like why would you want someone to score on you you know so like I like Someone get a bucket is like you ain't never go score again. Ever. You know? Ever, yeah, hey, so. just enjoy that too. Yeah, exactly. Take that with you, but <laughs> don't yeah, come back over here no more. Yeah, but okay. defense is just yeah. My family don't play that. Like getting scored on, and you know. So, so, so you would get those phone calls after games, like yo, he he scored too many on you, dog. Or man. like in AAU, like or mm. you hear it, like someone score, you hear my mom or something like that. You <laughs> she know? be in the crowd. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, Jeremiah! Exactly. And, and I know her voice. I'm for you! <laughs> <laughs> you better figure out how to eat. Right. No, that's funny. Um, barbecue chicken wise, who you get buckets to in high school? High school. Team, in, team and person. Oh, okay. So I go my junior year, even though we lost, it was the playoffs. They held the ball, so maybe we should get a shot clock. Bogan. Uh, and I'm cool with a lot of a lot of KD, uh, Anton Blockston, uh, who yeah, else was on that Bogan team. That Bogan team, you know who was uh, Jeremiah Washington. Yeah, you gave them all buckets. Rashad Ag. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, that's that, what I'm talking about. And then, yeah, that game. And what about in college? Who you give who you give buckets to? I gave buckets to Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati. Uh, Elon. What was your uh, highest? Uh, what was your highest score points in um, at, at Temple? 25 against Eli. Okay. 25 and like 8 Is that your eight. career high? 25? Yeah, 25, 8 and 8. Yeah. Oh, 25, 8 and 8. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a stat stuff right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, name your all-time NBA team. Starters and six-man. Starters and six-man at the one. I'm going to go. <laughs> Curry. Okay. At the two, Kobe. Okay. No, no. Hold on. Okay. This is like my favorite or... At the one, I'm going Derrick Rose. Okay. At the two, I'm going Kobe. Okay. At the three, I'm going Mike. At the four, I'm going. <laughs> at the four, I'm going to go Tim Duncan. And at the five, I'm going to go Shaq. And your six man coming off the bench? 
LeBron. Okay. I'm going to get somebody on this show who is going to negate and not mention Mike. I'm waiting for that. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, yeah. I, it's a given. You got yeah, to. you got to. If yeah. you're from Chicago, you got to. But if you're a basketball purist, you got to. All but right. somebody going to come on this motherfucker and not name Mike. And it's going to be a LeBron stand. You watch it. It definitely will be a LeBron stand. It definitely I, is. So mine's is AI, Kobe, Jordan, right. LeBron at the four. That's I got Hakeem at the five. And I got Jamal Crawford coming off the bench. Uh, microwave buckets. Huh? Yeah, buckets. Yeah. And I always go between him and Lou Williams, but I always settle on Jamal Crawford. Jamal is... Wow, so you went like pure six man. Yeah, pure yeah, six okay, man. Yeah, yeah, pure six man. Um, in Islam, me being a Muslim, we believe that our children pick us as parents, right? And hearing that, uh, what does it mean knowing that you pick your parents to lead you and guide you Talk a little bit about your mom and dad and what they mean to you and just your family as a whole. Yeah. Uh, one thing about me, I got a big support system and we pretty much all make decisions as one, even though it's ultimately my decision right. at the end of the day, I make it. Uh, I keep them updated no matter what it is, no no matter how big, how little. And we all kind of stay in one loop and in communication and I, I trust them with every decision. I don't got like no NIO management team or not like that. It's, it's, it's the all, family. it's the family for sure. Family. So my family mean a lot to me in that aspect. And I mean, we've been making right decisions this whole time. So if I, it ain't I, broke, don't fix exactly. it. Exactly. So it's really the family. And then as far as, you know, the two main ones, my mom and my dad, they, uh, you know, they don't never feed me no bullshit. My mom is, um, uh, she just wanted the best for me for real and I mean right or wrong she was there for me same with my pops mm -hmm. and uh, even though my mom ain't play no basketball she watched it all the time and she she know what she talking well, about she, I mean she, she yeah. your dad your dad was a hooper yeah. so she, she got a little bit of that right for the longest we tried to we tried to like nah you don't know what you talking about right, but, but she, she, she proved it in and out so I give her flowers on that and then okay. my dad he played the one in college uh, for Brad Underwood actually uh, at Western Illinois okay he played the one in college and, you know, but he ain't, he never been a dad. Like he hands on, but he, he let me do me and okay. he let me, you know, we work out a couple of times together, but you know, he kind of let me figure it out on my own for the most part. Did you ever play one-on-one -on -one for real, for real? You know, your Not for real, for real, but the last time we played, I beat him. I was, I was real young though. So he said, he let me win out. You know, I, I'll put that out for him, but. So he don't got, so yeah, he ain't got to so start putting yeah, out the blast. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, we ain't played, we ain't played since I've been older. It's, it's a rap now. It's a rap? It's a rap. He don't want it? No. He you hit him with the, you take out the motherfucking trash. <laughs> Back there, he don't want to no more. So I played, my last time I played Zay. I ain't gonna say I let him beat me. He did win. Cause he always, I beat you. He won. I didn't necessarily let him win, but I also didn't necessarily play super hard. Mm -hmm. But I, but I will always. I, I have never not admitted that Xavier is way better than I was at his age. Like, mm -hmm. well, first of all, football was my sport. Okay, and I was an okay basketball player, but from a skill wise and just overall athleticism, Xavier is leaps and bounds better than me. But I would beat him at the same age mm. because I was tougher mm. and I was smarter and I was like real rambunctious and, and say swear he can, you know, I would have whooped his fucking ass, bro. I was a little, I was, I wasn't no thug, but I was like, I would pick, you know, pick with motherfuckers that they would want to fight. And then of course I had my homies was like, I really couldn't fight. So right. it was just like, all right, we could fight. And then my homies will fuck you up. <laughs> but Zay, I'd have, like just knowing him as my son and some of his tendencies, mm -hmm. I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd whoop your ass, boy. 
<laughs> um, last question for you. Uh, we ask everybody to send themselves a future message and we ask them to do it in third person. So I'd like you to send yourself a message in third person, starting with Jeremiah and send yourself a message. Jeremiah, it's all going to work out. Everything happened for a reason. Short and to the point. <laughs> Where's the staples button? That was easy. Always. Now, um, I definitely wish uh, wish you the best, brother. Um, you know, thank you for coming out. I am hopeful that, you know, that your next situation will be your best situation. Um, that will obviously lead you to bigger and better and greener pastures, of course. I know that's the <laughs> ultimate goal. Obviously, the league. But, like, you know, getting paid to play basketball, a game professionally um, and traveling is 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 – that's a great. That's probably going to be a great experience, and um, I, I definitely wish you the best. And you know, hope we can get you back on the show pretty soon. We are having a event on October twenty eighth. I don't know if you'll be here or not. Um, we do. We're doing a elite showcase that we did last year. That was a huge success. Um, down at the one sixty seven Green Gym. Okay. Yeah. The one I'm already knowing. Yeah. No, I ain't been in there, but I've been seeing all the videos. I gotta get in there. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm partnering with somebody. I don't know if you'll be here August the twelfth, but we are having something down there. It's not my event, but I am partnering with somebody, and I'll remind you about it if you want to um slide through. But my event in October, if you are here, I'd love you to come down and uh, just kind of you know be in the building and you know offer some advice to the to to the up and coming generation, the Gianni Cobbs and all them that's going to be out there. Uh, but no, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Thank gotcha. you very much. Appreciate you having yeah. me. Run it back. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get you back out to Philly and give you the grand tour. Give you yeah. the real tour. The real like tour. You, you, was, you was in the North Philly area. And we call it North with an F. North. North. Yeah, it's I, N-O-R-F. Yeah, I know. I, I did my... I had my time in Philly. Okay. Sure. Oh, you had just, okay. We're going to gloss over that? We definitely gloss over that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, shout out to my guy, Bo Harris, the producer, Goldmine TV, uh, my guy, Tyria Numerex, Derek Ellison, and of course, the Shot Sound Showcase that we're going to have. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh, these things are getting better and better. All right, tune in and support. Appreciate y'all.